Hey everyone and welcome to season two of the podcast and this season will be a shorter one but a deep one all focused around our personal prayer life and how we can live a life of praying without ceasing and at the start of a year many of us are looking at our routines and our rhythms and where we would like to go deeper with God next year so this season is an equipping one exactly for that. I'm your host Aaron Planner and it is my prayer that this season is an invitation for you to go deeper in relationship with Jesus and in your personal prayer life. Hello everybody and welcome to episode one of season two and this season is based all around uh, personal prayer life and devotion. It's going to be a bit of a shorter season but one that I hope is helpful for the beginning of a year where I think a lot of us are thinking about what does our prayer life look like, maybe assessing areas that we want to grow in in the following year, uh, thinking about different ways, things that have worked, things that haven't worked and really seeking the Lord in um, yeah, what it looks like to actually grow in our prayer life in the next year. So this season is a short one but all based around hopefully equipping us in this space. Um, the key verse for this season is 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 to 17, which says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And this is Paul writing to the church in Thessalonica, and he is instructing them to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. And we're going to unpack a little bit more of that scripture in depth in the following episodes to come. But what we're going to discuss is like, what does it actually look like to pray without ceasing? Does it mean we walk around and we're like speaking and, and muttering to the Lord under our breath, looking like crazy people? No, I don't think it, it looks like that. But what does it actually mean to pray without ceasing? Um, what is this instruction that Paul is giving the church? What could that look like? What could it look like to live a life, a prayerful life, a continuously prayerful life? Um, in all situations, in all moments of the day, to really cultivate a God awareness 24-7 as we move through life, to be more aware of the heart of the Father than what's happening around us necessarily, to be more aware of the spirit realm um, than maybe not more aware, but let's say as aware at least, um, what's happening in the spirit realm uh, as we navigate what's happening as we walk through life. What could it look like to pray without ceasing? Uh, I think for most followers of Jesus, it's not any like major revelation that prayer is part of our life. Uh, Jesus himself prayed. Luke 19, 12, it's speaking of Jesus, says, now it, came, now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer. Uh, Matthew 14, 23, speaking of Jesus again, said, after he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. Mark 1, 35, in the early morning, while it was dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went away to sh to the sh uh, to a secluded place and was praying there. And they are just a few of the many scriptures. Um that show that Jesus led a prayerful life. And not only did he model it for us, but he also instructed uh, his disciples to pray, right? Um, most of you would know this. He talks in Matthew 6, verses 5 to 8. Um, he's speaking to the disciples. He says, when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues on the corner of the streets uh, and on the corner of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But you, when you when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father. I love that, your Father. 
not our father is like your father is making it really specific who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do. He's like really encouraging us to um, not just pray without the engagement of our heart and mind. Just don't pray things that are repetitive in um, not that we can't pray the same prayer, but don't just repeat things over and over again. He's, he's encourages, encouraging us into relationship. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things that you have need of before you ask him. Then in Luke uh, chapter 11, it's almost like a masterclass, this chapter on prayer. Um, he starts off verses 1 to 4, the disciples ask him to teach them to pray, which is brilliant because it uh, Jesus, we see him teaching people on many different topics, um, and those topics are initiated by Jesus, whereas this topic that he is teaching on is initiated by the disciples, by them asking the question, Te- how, like, teach us, Lord, how to pray. So there was something so evident about uh, the prayer life of Jesus and what that meant for how he did everything and how he was, so evident was it to the disciples that this was a key part of of who he was and what he did that it it provoked something in them to ask him to pray like i just always imagine like what would it be like to be on that mountaintop with jesus while he was praying to the father through the spirit like that thought alone blows my mind anyway so here he instructs obviously the disciples on how to pray and so he said to them i'm going to jump in from the middle of the passage when you pray say our father in heaven hallowed or holy be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins For we also forgive anyone who is in debt to us and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So he teaches them that alone is a masterclass um, and many teachings have been done on that. But he not only teaches them how to pray, if you go into the next uh, five verses, five verses, five to 10, still in chapter 11 of Luke, he actually teaches them to be persistent in prayer. Um, I don't know if you remember the parable of the neighbor who wakes up in the night and has this like unexpected guest pop in. And maybe over Christmas, you've had some unexpected guests pop in. And he knocks on the door of his neighbor who says, no, hey, bro, I'm in bed. Like, ain't getting out of bed. Sorry. Like, come back later. I need, he's like, no, no, I need three loaves of bread. Open the door, open the door, open the door. And he's so persistent that his neighbor gets up. So Jesus actually like teaches us not only how to pray, he then teaches us to be persistent in prayer. If you go on in that chapter, he teaches us um, how to actually pray uh, prayers of deliverance uh, and freedom, a whole bunch of masterclass in Luke chapter 11. So I think most people, uh, most followers of Jesus have no doubt that, you know, Jesus prayed, he instructed us to pray and we are to be like him in that we are to um, pray and be prayerful people, right? I think no one's like, oh, really? That's a major revelation for me. (laughs) It's like, yes. I think the big question that we often have is like, how do we actually, you know, cultivate a life of prayer and how do we go deeper uh, in prayer and in relationship with God in that space? How do we be more diligent? How do we experience more of God? These are the kind of things. So what does it look like to live a prayerful life, to pray without ceasing? 
And also, how can that play a part in our spiritual transformation into Christ-likeness? And these are some of the topics that in these next few episodes we're going to dive deeply into. But before we start all of that, I think it's really important that we answer the question, what is prayer? I know it sounds like a totally, totally obvious question, um, but sometimes it's not that obvious. We often... Um, can find ourselves with the idea of prayer being modeled perhaps even like in our family by our parents or perhaps what the predominant style of prayer is in the denomination of church that we've grown up in or that we attend. And so we can tend to have a mindset of prayer that is right in part but not in totality. So when I ask you what do you think prayer is the first question I norm the first answer I sorry I normally get is it speaking to God uh, speaking to God it's that can include asking him for things that can include thanking him so it's speaking to him communication from us to God and yes ding 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 that is totally correct um and I think that's quite an instinctive you know part for humanity. You know, you often hear people say, oh gosh, I pray it does I pray that doesn't happen or I pray he's going to be okay or there's something in humanity, I think, um, that, you know, leads us to pray. Even for people who don't know God, I have, you know, friends and family who don't know the Lord and will often be like, oh, I pray so. And it's it's the inner yearning of humanity that calls out to something that is bigger than ourselves in moments where we realize that we can't control everything and we aren't the solution for everything. So first thing is, what is prayer? It is speaking to God, either asking him, thanking him, or a whole bunch of other things, but that communication from us to him. Another component of prayer is Second answer is often listening or hearing from God. So communication from the Lord to us. Um, when I say hearing, it cannot just be like with our ears, like hearing the audible voice of God. That's often rare. It does definitely happen. Um, I can't say that that is a way that I normally hear from God for myself. I definitely have friends where um, that has been the case for them multiple times. Um, maybe for you, it looks like a whispering in your heart, um, could be described as like even just a knowing, like, um, I really have a, an, a knowing that this, this, this is what God's asking, or this is the right way. Um, perhaps it's a feeling, perhaps it's an emotion or an, a feeling that's coming from the Lord. Uh, it can even be hearing from God can even be a sensation in our body, sometimes called body checks. Um, I know at times when um, there's disunity in certain situations, there's a specific kind of nausea that I get, and that is the Lord telling me, hey, there is disunity I wa- if I walk into an environment where um, in, his ha- in his house where there is a lot of disunity, um, then I will feel like the specific kind of nausea. So it's like called like a body check or he's just the Lord speaking to me through my body instead of through a knowing or a feeling. Um, also, you might get images. You might see images in your mind, in your redeemed imagination. You might have dreams. There's so many beautiful ways that the Lord can speak to us. Um, sometimes people journal and as they start to write, they're like writing under the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's a way that the Lord is speaking to them. So hearing from God or listening to God is communication, let's say, from him to us in whatever form that takes. Then the third part that I think we often think of less, or perhaps perhaps I often think of less, um, or have at least in the past, is 
just being with God. A very important part of prayer is being with God. Sometimes we are so busy in trying to tell God what we need, which we just read the scripture before. He already knows as well, although he does delight in us bringing those things to him. But we're so busy in telling him or talking to him, um, or we're so busy straining to try and hear him, try and hear what it is that he's saying. We just forget to be with God. We forget to abide with him. We forget to communicate. Um, And I think that's a very normal part if you think of just communication in general. If I'm with a friend having a coffee, there's moments or like even maybe with your spouse, there's moments where you're talking, there's moments when they're talking and you're listening, and there's moments when you're just being together between talking and speaking, and it's the same with the Lord. Um, When I just am with a friend or am with a person, um, that's communication too. So I think to sum up all the different ways of what actually prayer is, I would say prayer is relationship. Prayer is relationship with the Lord. Um, It's speaking to him. It's hearing from him. It's being with him. Uh, It is relationship. That would be the most brief summary I think that I could make. Henry Nouwen, if you don't know Henry Nouwen, oh my gosh, give it a Google. He's amazing. He's, this is a quote from him. He says, prayer is the most concrete way to make your home in God. And I love that because that speaks to relationship, right? So in these next couple of episodes, we're going to take a look at what kind of world um, the Thessalonian followers of Jesus were living in and how radical the concept of praying without ceasing would have looked to them uh, as Paul instructs them to do that. The situation that we were in were was not like super chill. Um, and I think that's encouraging for us because, yeah, we also find ourselves in a world where we have many things pulling for our attention and time. Um, and then we're going to unpack how in our busy and overscheduled and fast-paced lives, we can look at prayer as relationship and what that can actually look like in our daily lives. Cool. So before we wrap up this episode, we are going to do an activation and we will actually have one of these at the end of every episode because I'm a full believer in information is great, but it's only as good as what we apply. And so I want to help us apply in an activation at the each, at the end of each of these episodes, what we have just been talking about. And so you can like pause at any point in this, uh, in this, these activations, um, or you can write them down and go over them at a different moment if you're maybe traveling to work or doing the dishes or I don't know, driving in the car or whatever it is. But the activation for this very first episode um, is I want us to take a journal, take a piece of paper, and with the Holy Spirit and without any shame or condemnation, because shame and condemnation just build up walls between God and between freedom, but with the power of the Holy Spirit and His leading and without any shame or condemnation, look at your prayer life over the last 12 months and how much of that time was split up between asking or speaking listening and being. So I just want you to make a very, I don't want you to attach any moral judgment to that, just to look at that and how much time was spent on uh, speaking, listening, and being. And there is no correct answer. It's not like they have to be split up one third, one third, one third. It will depend what the Lord is doing in your life, what's happening in your life. But I just make a little bit of an examine uh, of these things and 
write them down, just ask the Holy Spirit to show you. And then we're going to ask three different questions. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit, what is he inviting you to step into more of this year? Is he inviting you to step into more of asking and speaking to him? Is he inviting you to step into more of listening and being? Uh, Is he inviting you into more being, just being with him? Um, So actually ask him. That's the first question. And the second question is ask the Holy Spirit to remind you as you journey this year together of this. So for example, if the Lord is leading you to listen more, then ask him to remind you, you know, life is crazy, but he he's the he's the umpire of our heart. He's the one who is our teacher and our counselor. So just ask him, Holy Spirit, you have full permission that when I forget this or when this gets lost in the in our overscheduled lives to actually remind me that this year your invitation is to step into more of just being with you in my prayer life. So that is number two. Then number three is ask him if there are any specific tools that he wants to share with you for each of these types of prayer. And this one is so fun, guys. So I think one of the things that I love doing with the Lord is, um, yeah, asking him to show me different ways of doing these things. So um, recently for the listening, um, the Lord has been showing me that he wants to write letters to people. And so I will just find that um, he will show me this letter that he is writing and I'll hear him like almost dictating the letter and I'll just write it down, write down a letter from the Lord to someone. Um, and I have never done that prayer practice before. Never, never had anything like that. And it's just something that, yeah, he was, he taught me this year. Um, in being with God, um, he's like, yeah, I just want you to spend the first five minutes of the day, just put on an instrumental track, three, five minutes and just be with me and feel my pleasure, the pleasure in my heart of just being with you. Um, That sounds like a very simple practice and it is. And it also was something that did something in my heart that I probably have a lot of trouble to articulate because of the, I guess, depth of what happened in my heart when I started to just be with God and learn to receive from him. So ask him if there's um to teach you new ways that he and specific tools um that he wants to share with you for each of these types of prayer. That's what I love about prayer. There is no right like there's no specific one way to do it. Um different seasons of your year, even as you journey over the next 12 months, will call for different types of prayer, will call for different ways of doing that. Sometimes just being with God for me looks like a walk in nature and just allowing the Holy Spirit to be like, oh, look at that bird. Isn't it amazing? When I created it, da 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 da. Oh, look at all. I was sitting on a bench um near a river where where I live and the Lord literally, I was just being with God, wasn't saying anything, wasn't particularly straining to um, you know, hear his voice on anything specific. And I just felt the pleasure of the Lord over all of the colors of the different greens that he had created. <laughs> he was literally like, isn't it amazing? Like, look at all these different greens. And just his pleasure in that um, really injected joy into my into my heart because I felt his joy over creation. So there's no right or wrong like way. Um, there is just many ways. And if you allow him to 
teach you new tools and share with you new ways for your season, um, it will, I think, help bring a life and bring joy into prayer. So that's it for episode one. Um, I so look forward to hearing how the Lord uh, speaks to you through this. And let me just pray with you before we sign off. So God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I just thank you that your whole heart is for us to be with you, to uh, develop a life of relationship and prayer is relationship. And God, I just uh, speak and release any shame or condemnation that anyone would feel in maybe that they're not where they would like to be in their prayer life. I just thank you that it is an ocean that we will continue to just swim in and explore and go deeper and and move in, God, as we as we walk with you. And so I just, um, yeah, anyone's feeling any shame or condemnation, I just thank you that by the power of your Holy Spirit it falls off them right now and that uh, that wall that would was created would fall down and that they would see a loving Father and uh, such an excited Jesus and Holy Spirit to start this journey uh, for the year. I thank you that, God, it just pleases your heart that we would want to go deeper in prayer and in relationship with you in this coming year, that that alone is just, um, yeah, the pleasure that's on your heart of that is is. We don't want to diminish it or ignore it. It's a joy to you that our heart would just reach out in this way. And so, God, I pray that um, your Holy Spirit would would lead everyone as we do these activations and that we would explore new ways of being with you, hearing from you and speaking to you, and that the joy of prayer would be restored to lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,